Sharks. They only bite when you touch their private parts. Sharks. What? Okay. Oh, I heard it. I heard myself. Okay. It's my fault. I was like really high pitched. Hi, Ian. Hello. Is that, your, is that your name? It's been so long. I mean, I only go by one thing nowadays. So yeah, that is. What is name. that? Ian. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not Usador anymore. Uh, <laughs> Oath D2C of the, of the old blog of whatever the fuck it was called. Dress to cuddle, love. Uh... Warcraft. I don't do that. Inamori of Holy Crit. I, yeah, yeah. I guess now that's that's what it is. Yeah. I did. Didn't I do that the other day on on Holy Crit? Whenever I was doing all the like nicknames I have. You did most of it. Well, you got a new nickname now. Segway. What is that one? Uh, Twitch uh, Streamer of the Year award. It's not a nickname. That's a fucking title. That's, that's... Way to blow, way to blow the shark, or whatever you call. It. <laughs> what? <laughs> blow the shark? Way to blow the, way to give a shark a blowjob. Jump the shark. Blow... I didn't give a shark. Okay. Anyway, um, um, that was that was to be saved for later. Um, e e okay. I'm sorry. I'm. I, I... <laughs> take a take a breath. Take a beat. <laughs> I'm already annoyed with myself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no wonder we haven't done this podcast in a while. We're so annoying. Uh... It's so fucking annoying. Hey, uh, welcome to Zero Notifications. What a long-winded, not really intro intro. I'm Zombie Unicorn with no E in zombie because I'm a fucking idiot. And I also go my, my real name, which is Natalie Casanova. <laughs> or actually, Nathy. You know, people also see my name on Twitter and online, and they're always like, Natty, Natty, and that's cool, that's fine, it's okay. But just so you know, if you want to attempt it, it's Natty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Spanish. Um, anyway, I just that's call me. Her, I, I, I call her Natalie because she's always doing something wrong, so I have to call her by a whole name. So that's you know, what I, I think I'm move. I think I'm moving away from Natalie. You know, I think it's time in my life after 33 years, and then finally coming out as non-binary. Wow, we have not done this podcast in a while you've because got that's some news. new. Yeah, you've got some news. Um, go on, go on. Anyway, go on. What are, no, no, what, no. What we are, need to introduce you as well. Oh, who yeah. The, who the fuck are you? Uh, I'm Ian. Uh, I'm the other voice on this podcast on occasions. Um, I also. Uh, Go by Ian M. Mori on the internet, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. I'm Usually we I'm chunt basically in this no. podcast. I'm chunt. <laughs> I just say things on occasions, and I'm here for affirmation. That's what I do. If you have any clue what we're talking about, then you're probably pretty awesome, and I'm sure you do because if you listen to podcasts, you probably listen to Magic Tavern, and we're big fans. So that's all. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Anyways, uh, their podcast is obviously way much super better than ours because ours isn't even, it's it's just rambling, honestly. That's all it is. Maybe one day we'll have like an improv. We're not even properly trained in improv to actually do something no, like that. No, we so are not. I, I think though as a streamer, I get like like half a credit of like one class maybe <laughs> because to be a streamer and like do it for as long as I have and like keep people entertained for hours, you have to like, 
come up with shit. Like, I know some of the basic stuff, like, oh, yes, and, and, like, whatever. But, like, I don't, I definitely don't, I have never taken a class or anything like that. But to so, be able to, like, come up with shit on the fly. I mean, you do, you do D&D. You have experience improv improvising as well, story and things. Yeah, but that's more, like, writing Plus points. comedy and, you know, and it's yeah. Less, yeah. It's not funny. It's creative on the spot. But, you know, I'm just trying to progress the story along. That's all I'm really trying to do. I'm not trying to, yeah. like, be funny all the time. There have been a couple funny moments. A couple funny moments. But no, nothing nothing like, oh, it's, this is hilarity all throughout the entire like, episode. Oh, yes, this is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're trying um, to make it more funny, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. We, um, so you may have not, well, no, you definitely have not heard from us in a while on this podcast. And that's for many reasons. COVID this year has really just everything up and i don't know why i keep bleeping us because we we just curse on here normally but um i mean we could you know do, we could do unnecessary bleeps if you want to yeah like hey i went to the tree earlier today and i got a package of and i put it in my and i yeah i was actually just what did you think i was talking about actually you 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 tell me dildos dildos really was it dildos nope I said I went to the grocery and I got a package of vegan hot dogs and I put one up my butt. <laughs> I exactly, did that. exactly what I expected. Yeah, you actually did it. You actually put a vegan hot dog up your butt. No, you know, I actually did that thing like Wayne's World where you pretend like you're going to say something, but I just didn't say anything because I knew that you were going to guess grossly and, and make it lewd. And I, but I was thinking of the grocery anyways uh <laughs> that's anyways, the worst word you've ever said on this podcast grocery uh, it's right up yeah. there with the word the c word that we we see on occasions that you know makes us mm. irk a little bit you know mm. and the g word G what <sighs> Grammar? Gr Grundle? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Anyways, I want to actually <laughs> move on here. And <laughs> I would like to move on. I would like to explain ourselves. Lucy, we got some explaining to do. Um, I can hear myself on your fucking headset. I'm backing um, up. So I think we have some explaining. <laughs> I think we have some explaining to do. Uh, we, you know, COVID has been crazy this year. And then uh, obviously everybody's been going through it. We, we actually recorded several well i want to say like a handful of podcasts but we never released them because we just got caught up with stuff we did um we did a black lives matter protest or protest uh, podcast a serious one we did one with a guest actually and i feel really bad we're gonna have to have him on another time but i honestly i think we could we had some technical difficulties during that one anyways mm -hmm. uh and then we had another follow-up episode um that was kind of we had a lot of serious shit going on that was really personal and not great so um we did like a more serious and, and you know i, I would have loved to have uploaded those but i it's you know what i would rather just start fresh here and go forward yeah this is, this is yeah. our new start i feel like because honestly like i've been through the ringer you've been through the ringer it's best to just like start afresh start anew and then catch up you know, it's like old friends catching up at a dinner. So let's all sit down yeah. for dinner. 
Um, and it's not like we don't make other content. For those who don't know, Ian and I are on a... D we have a D&D &D channel, uh, tabletop RPG channel called Holy Crit, and we do weekly shows together. Um, we do a D&D &D campaign. We do a post-show talk show. And he, Ian and I do a uh, another talk show. It's like a bullshit improv, literally just me roasting him and, and Ian being fed up with me, pod, like podcast-style show as well but it's mostly about tabletop gaming it almost feels like so, this honestly it kind of does yeah. it's kind of what it's evolved into but we do focus on tabletop gaming we get derailed a little bit we do yeah 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 so if you didn't know that you can always catch us over there live on twitch on twitch.tv slash holy crit uh a few times a week um and yeah yeah so that's where we've been uh there's a lot of stuff going on going on in the world right now Obviously, the elections just passed, and <laughs> Trump will not concede still. Today, we're recording this. It's Thursday, uh, November 19th. Trump is still not conceding. He's trying to claim that he won and that he has all these lawsuits and everything, and he won, and he won. It's so ridiculous. It's so embarrassing. Like, it's just insane how embarrassing it is. Every one of his lawsuits is getting thrown out of court. Even his own lawyers have either stopped representing him in some cases. You know, they withdraw the lawsuits uh, because there's no evidence and they know that. Or even if they do sit in court, sometimes they're, you know, the, the judge will ask a question like, so how many people, Republicans, were watching the ballot counting in the room? And they, the lawyer said something like a non-zero number. And they're like, what? A non-zero number. Just for like some sort of affirmation for it, right? Right. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And then they get them to clarify. And and the the lawyer had to say something like, okay, like had to admit, yes, there actually were people on the Republican side in the room watching the votes. So it's all, it's all bullshit. It's, it's literally all bullshit. It's so fucking embarrassing that we have a president who can't even concede with like grace, you know, just. Ugh. It's something where, look, I have friends on both sides of the spectrum and I like hearing the stances of everyone. Obviously I lean towards a more liberal mindset, but it's nice to like, at least get the full entire picture I don't believe in like the idea of like congruency of information where people look for information that agrees with their stance because that's generally what extremely heavy conservatives tend to do and that's what he's done and now it's it's a situation where he's reacting like a petulant child and i don't care what part of the spectrum you're on if you just put a three-year-old and trump together in a room you can't tell the difference at all some kid didn't get their candy and is throwing a tantrum does the exact same thing that Trump is doing, and he's like, what, 74, 75? And it's it's embarrassing. Like, what do we look like on the international scope? Like, what is if there's any listeners out there, by all means, if you want to, like, leave a comment or, like, throw us, like, a Twitter message or something like that, how do you guys feel about America right now? Like, is this embarrassing? Like, tell us. Like, I, I want to know. I want to know if you go, oh, boy, that's, like, it's hard to watch your politics. America. I want to I want to say this too. Like I have friends who are Republican. I do not have friends who are Trump supporters. There is yeah. a difference. Yeah. Because at this point, and I'm so glad that a lot of Republicans have wised up and come out and been like, "No, you know what? I can't support this anymore." 
it's not a matter of difference of politics it's a matter of difference of human decency you know with everything he's done to hurt marginalized groups you know from everything from the white supremacist proud boy neo-nazis supporting them and telling them to stand back and stand by or to encourage oh my god for him encouraging them to hurt people you know there was like his little million maga march by the white house and he was like tweeting a video from the protest where there was a scuffle between counter protesters and trump supporters mm -hmm. uh and they they edited the video down to the last like i want to say 10 seconds or something where this guy who was a trump supporter got punched in the face but you show that whole clip that guy instigated the fight and was like pushing around women and shoving people and, and trying to like hit other people and stuff and then he went into a crowd of counter protesters and he got his ass handed to him basically but they didn't even like really punch him they just kind of kept like separating and whatever and then finally at the end somebody you know as they're like separating some you know one of the counter protesters came over and just like clocked him and knocked him down yeah and yeah you know they did throw a punch but they were provoked they were attacked first so it's not like it's not like it didn't come out of nowhere and it's not like the guy didn't deserve it right he was yeah. literally shoving women around and trying to hit women and it's like you're a big dude what the hell are you doing and like don't get me started on oh but equal rights and you should be able to hit a woman like you shouldn't be picking on people who are weaker than you who aren't even trying to attack like you should just not be doing that yeah you know like period anyway it's it's such a it's a horrible circumstance when people take information and they alter it they change it for their own gains and their own devices and again that kind of goes with along with what i was saying about like congruency of information that's all you get and it's like you get people that only read breibart or um QAnon oh God. or all of those other like and you know that's trump's game that's it trump's entire game is misinformation yeah N literally i think the poll came through recently i can't remember who did it but 77 percent of people who voted for trump believe that there is election fraud and that he actually won even though <laughs> every piece of information and even people on both sides are like no you know what there's no evidence of voter fraud it the guy trying to say like oh voting by mail is is fraudulent when he himself voted by mail is like should be the biggest fucking red flag i it's just so insane to me that anyone could believe this bs especially when every court case is getting thrown out or being withdrawn you know the election results are being certified anyways we had what michigan already certified and now he's trying to oh my god this is another thing that's developed in the past couple of days he's trying to invite the gop whatever lawmakers people in um Mich michigan to the white house so that they can you know he can convince them whatever to rescind their votes or like get the uh get them to not certify it at a state level the wayne county people you know obviously wayne county already certified but the state of michigan has is certifying on monday um and so he's trying to um interfere with the election by bringing them over there and trying to get them to you know change their vote and vote for him even though he lost the state and the count has been you know what i mean it's just like insane the amount of just like horrible things he's doing it's so embarrassing and it's been 
we I think there was a week there, the election week, where all of us were just so anxious every day. And it felt kind of shitty to be like, I thought this was, was going to be much more of a blowout. Um, I think a lot of us did. And I think a lot of us felt, you know, a little bad, you know, because we thought people had better moral standards than this. Like, there are better Republicans out there than Trump, much better. And it's just, how do you, how do you support somebody who is so evil, for lack of a better word? He's fucking evil, you know? He's just a self-serving narcissist and he's in office just to serve himself and like his interests. And that's it. He's not for the American people. And a lot of like, like what the Bushes, the, um, a bunch of people like high profile Republican McCain. Po politicians like McCain's wife. Um, didn't it was it did Mitt Romney. I can't remember some other people like high profile Republican, uh, politicians voted for biden and they were not like secret about it yeah that says a lot too like it just means i don't know and that's why i say like i have friends who are republicans but i don't have friends who are trump supporters because it's not it's a matter of moral difference not political difference human rights are not politics human rights is just like basic human decency yeah it's it's infuriating to watch i have a lot of relatives that um, I, I basically have told myself I'm never going to use Facebook ever again. I'll use Messenger on occasions just to reconnect with some people that I need to. Um, but I have one relative that is like decrying the entire election because it didn't go the way that she wanted it to. And oh she is like full on diehard Trump supporter. And it's something where I know for a fact that she's not going to hear this, so I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> it's, it's something where... I, I see this happen and it's 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 so it's like a social experiment or like just like it's like a study watching someone believe in something so wholeheartedly like it's a religion and yeah it's a cult and watch it completely be destroyed that's essentially what happens and it's it's you know you start praying and and hoping that it goes the way that you want it to even though this is the result this is what we got we have joe biden and i think once the electoral college finally finalizes their vote this december and we know by january that joe biden is our president for sure then that's it you know he's the president-elect now as of right now um yeah i believe december i don't think it's 20th i, I could be wrong on my dates but one of the December days, the Electoral College comes in after they get confirmation from all of their states um, to come in and do the vote. More than likely, they're going to vote tried and true to what their constituents had asked for. And yes, yeah. it is a little bit weird for international country, like international like perspective to like see this and not understand like we don't run by a popular vote. Popular vote oh kind of God. sways an electoral college. The electoral it's college insane. does insane. So. My vote in California costs, or costs, it counts so much less than somebody in a fucking random ass red state with like a fraction of our population. Yeah. And it, that's, you know, a lot of people hate the electoral college and a lot of people say that it works. But honestly, how is it fair that the majority, you know, the majority of the uh, population doesn't get to make the law 
right? That should right. be how it is. I, I don't know. I hate the Electoral College. The other thing is, is that he keeps saying, oh, oh, he won this state and it's fraud here and whatever. And even though they're throwing his shit out of court, they're certifying the results and it's all going to Biden. Um, there is, you know, like Rudy Giuliani went on to speak or whatever, I think in court and said something about uh, how Trump still has a pathway to win and all this stuff. But he, he, he was like, he has multiple pathways to win still. And he offered not one pathway. He didn't explain the pathway, like even like, oh, this state would give him the win or like anything like that. He didn't even explain himself. He had no evidence to even offer a pathway for Trump to still win. At this point, if you believe Trump could still win in any way, shape or form, you're just flat out wrong and you're just, you know, delaying the inevitable. The other thing was that um, the Republicans could do some some BS if Trump tried to get the the state to flip their vote and not vote for, you know, what their constituents voted for um, in the Electoral College. It could go it would have to go through um, Congress. Right. And it would have to go through the Senate and the House. And if if they wanted to and make this an all out battle and it ended up being a stalemate there because of this whole situation. Um, but come January, you know who would be the president? Yeah. <laughs> Na Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> that's not. And it, that's exactly what he doesn't want. So it's it's something it's they're going to lose the fight either way because they're in the wrong and there's like that's it they just have to and it's put that's why it's so embarrassing that they haven't conceded that he hasn't conceded you know it needs to get done honestly like he just needs to do it so that way if he's going to keep putting up a fight that's fine al gore did it it's cool like if you want to do it do it then let's see what happens and you know we're watching with bated breath you know it's it's fine that's yeah but al gore delivered a, a concession speech once the recount was done yeah you he know did. he did once he... the challenge was and there was a re obviously a reason because it was a, such a small margin of votes in these states that trump keeps trying to uh push for there there's so much larger of a of a gap between him and who voted for biden there is no that's why some of the states have been like no we're not doing a recount this is being certified absolutely not we're not even going to entertain the idea of a recount because this is pointless you know anyway we're hoping i'm sure y'all yeah we're hoping that the electoral college will just stick with what the constituents say so because there there is a possibility it's a slim possibility it's only ever happened like maybe twice in our history but it's slim so we're hoping that they don't do anything fucky that they yeah, probably no, nothing fucky yeah Anyway, I'm sure y'all have heard plenty of stuff about the the election and stuff. Or maybe, you know, maybe some of you after Biden was like, you know, announced winner, projected winner and everything, you've kind of like fallen off paying attention. But that's other things that's going on. And, and that's definitely how we feel about it anyway. Yeah. Um, but speaking of voting. Oh, uh, now, here, now we get to introduce <laughs> it. Okay, cool. <laughs> speaking of voting, I was up recently for... Twitch streamer of the year, they there is an organization called the Game Hers, and what they do is they recognize and uplift women, non-binary people, transgender people, and marginalized genders in the gaming community because it's typically male-dominated. And I had actually never heard of it before this year, and I was nominated, and then I made it to the finals, and then I did not 
expect this at all because I really, I don't know, I just, I've been on Twitch for eight years and I've gotten a lot of shit over the years for speaking out about stuff I'm passionate about and a lot of people don't like that and whatever, and especially trolls and whatnot. Uh, but I, I just thought, eh, I probably don't have a chance of winning this, but it's cool to even be in this. But I ended up winning. And so I am officially the Twitch streamer of the year. Congratulations! Thanks, Ian. I feel like that's the first time you actually said that to me other than, oh, huh, congrats. It's, I like, like that when what? you told me I was like asleep yeah <laughs> i just go yeah. oh cool <laughs> that's all or something like yeah. that you were and like I went half back to sleep. sleep and you yeah. were like oh that's cool mm -hmm. and then today was the award show and i had to like give them a video for my acceptance speech and you know i named you know the organization the other people i nominated or that i was nominated with the you know people in the industry um i actually and obviously my community most you know most important i wouldn't be here without but um I named Ian in it, and he didn't even fucking watch it yet, or even it yet. hear. You don't even know, you asshole. You don't even know what I said. You don't even know the nice things. I had to keep it short, but <laughs> no, you don't even know the nice things that I said about you. I don't know you. the nice things you said about me. You had to keep it short, obviously. Well, ev everybody got like no, everybody got like one sentence. Basically, is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I think want, my community got more than now? one sentence. You want me to watch it? No. Now? <laughs> I mean, we can put, you know what? You know what? Let's play the clip. I didn't think I was going to win, so I didn't prepare anything, but I wrote something very quickly. Thank you so much, first of all, to the gamers. This is a really inspiring approach to celebrating women and non-binary folks such as myself in a male-dominated industry. It's really awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you to the women who were also up for this award. I was honored to even be nominated beside so many talented and inspiring leaders in this community. Thank you, of course, to my parents. I love you for always supporting and believing in me, even if you didn't understand my dreams or the internet. Thank you to my first Twitch friend, Lionheart, for helping me start streaming and encouraging me, setting me down this path that has brought me and so many others such great joy. Thank you so much to my best friend, Ian Amori, for always putting up with my sh being there for me through thick and thin and helping me focus my creative energy. And thank you to everyone in this industry who took a chance on me, a loud, passionate little Cuban who has always stood up for what I believed is right in the face of adversity, even when mixing activism and content creation has long been considered not brand safe. But most of all, thank you so f***ing hard right now to my trash squad. I super appreciate your love and support. And I want to thank you for helping me garner such a kind and inclusive community it's crazy to think over the past eight years, we've all been connected through me being goofy, playing games and music, baking vegan food, sometimes with cannabis, and, you know, talking about important issues and raising money for charity. And most of all, just spreading a message of zero tolerance for hate and prejudice. I am in awe of you every single day. Thank you so much. I'm humbled to receive this award. I finally feel appreciated in this gaming community, and I will continue to fight the good fight and be my goofy self and uplift women, LGBT, transgendered and non-binary folks in this community. Thank you so much. I think I got everybody. Thank you. Please stay safe. Wear a mask. Have a fantastic time zone. Oh. Jerk oh. didn't even fucking watch the awards. No. You, were, you know what? Your sleep schedule's all messed up, but it's fine. I mean, I had contractors in here, so yeah. Yeah. That was nice. That was like, that's the nicest thing you have ever said 
to me ever. And it's, 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 it means, it means a lot. It means a lot. Thank you. I would have said more, but I, ha I had two minutes. I didn't want to get the, the music off, you know, pushed off stage. Well, I mean, you could have, you could have dedicated a, like a minute and 50 seconds to me and then <laughs> just kind of like said like four or five words in the last 10 seconds. Yeah, totally. Yeah. For somebody else. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I've never had to write an acceptance speech before. I don't think I've ever. Won well, OK, no, it's a lie. I've won an award before for I've won awards for my journalism in college, mm -hmm. like uh, like best critical review or best uh, editorial or best fucking whatever. But I've never actually won an award where I like get to have an uh, acceptance speech, you know? Right. So it felt really felt pretty cool. It felt really nice. It felt, you know what? After, like, like I said, I get a lot of shit. I get a lot of shit. A lot of people would have quit by now if they have to deal with half the shit that I've dealt with. And I really did not expect this, but I also really wanted it because I was like, man, it would really help me feel appreciated, you know, and seen mm -hmm. for like what I do. Because whether some people like my approach or not, and you know, I've been in this industry so fucking long when it was brand new that i've had to like learn and you know before anybody else had you know a method down of how to deal with this or when you know being on social media all the time wasn't even as common as it is today and so i've had different responses to trolls over the years sometimes i'd completely ignore them sometimes i'd clap back and get mad and call them names and stuff and you know we're all fucking human we all you know there's definitely days i'm sure where you want to be like shut the fuck up asshole or something you know to somebody being horrible to you um but i feel like whether you've liked my approach or not i've definitely had an impact on this industry for women in marginalized groups and i just i do feel finally seen and appreciated for that which is really nice at the same time i do <laughs> i talked to ian off you know the podcast a little bit about this but i i think right i think it has a lot to do with covid but um I don't really have much, I think many of us don't have much of a social life outside of online right now. And so I don't have that social group in real life that I'm hanging out with and talking to every day where I can feel that validation and whatnot. So I was hoping, I guess part of me was like, oh, I hope my friends online are happy for me and this success and whatever. And a lot of people have been and a lot of people have been, you know, liking my posts or liking the posts announcing me and, and all that stuff and interacting and saying congrats and nice things but then i think a lot of my like colleagues in this industry like other twitch streamers haven't said anything and i i, I was like it made me feel like oh do they just really not like me they don't want to see me succeed are we really friends or is it just they're not really paying attention or are they a little jealous that they didn't go up for the award or like i don't know and uh Part of me immediately, the impulsive part was like, oh, I, you know, maybe they hate me. You know, they hate me. It's the imposter syndrome. It's the imposter syndrome sneaking in. Like, oh, they fucking hate me. They don't. But, uh, they don't hate you. It's not I a think people, that they hate you. Oh. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's definitely a mixture of people are just in their own little world and their own little bubble. And, you know, sometimes you just see things in passing and you don't know how much a little like on a tweet can mean to somebody or a little quick text of like, wow, congrats, proud of you or something, anything like they, sometimes people forget how much just like little things like that mean to, uh, 
your connections with others. And so ah, it's only been today, but I, uh, and it feels good. It feels good to get this award and everything. But like at the same time, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really cares. <laughs> I care. I just don't, I, I, I'm really bad about liking things on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So you've been asleep all day. Let's be honest. Uh, not all day, like all like yesterday, yeah. But like today, I woke up at like seven. I have contractors over right now. If I were to, here's my little personal update. Uh, I'm getting a roommate, and uh, I'm uh, fixing up a bathroom. And uh, I'll tell you right now, anyone that's a homeowner that's listening to this, you know, it's contract work takes a while, and I didn't realize how long it would take, but it's taking a while. It's it's. I, there was at one point I got sick because I'm pretty sure that I was reacting to drywall bits and I was just, ab I was mold uh, or something, right? Yeah. I had like, I have, because my bathroom or the master bathroom is right behind a wall. And I guess improperly how they made it in the eighties, it seeped into the wood. And so there was like black mold at some point and they were exposing it and it just slowly seeped into my bedroom. And I just, I'm always congested when I go to bed now. Um, I'm better now. Um, I realize that it's not the Z-Pack. It's not um, what Mucinex or Claritin that I need and stuff, which my doctor told me, don't do that because apparently the Claritin, the D part in Claritin and the Mucinex has a D in it as well too. I don't remember what the D stands for. It's something long, but apparently it gives me hypertension. So I shouldn't take both of those. Or it'll put my heart through the work. So it's like, I, I'm not taking those. So it was literally just Flonase. That's it. Just Flonase. Like an easy to get over the counter thingy. And I'm fine. Like everything's good. Like I sound okay, right? I'm not nasally. I'm yeah. Not, yeah. So Flonase. Um, please sponsor the podcast. Uh, but yeah, Flonase. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an amazing, uh, you know nose spray and uh i got the i got the big one so i'm good for a couple months and every once in a while i get a little and uh, uh, wow. uh, uh i just go you know you little. sound like a cokehead oh when you do that i need my flonies you sound like donald trump jr oh. anyways <laughs> zing. anyways zing, zing. Zing. uh no, but anyways, yeah, you've been dealing with a lot of house stuff, which is always stressful. I myself am moving. Yeah. I have lived in this apartment. I like this apartment in Hollywood. I do really like it a lot, but we had a situ I had a situation with well, one of my roommates was just kind of an asshole since we moved in. He was just not as nice of a person as we thought. Um, and he ended up spying on us with a fucking hidden camera, which is really fucking weird. Um, he moved out actually already. He's still paying rent, luckily. But um, anyways, the other one, we were friends and before COVID, like really close, and that's why we wanted to move in. But then COVID happened, and like tensions were really high, and pretty much what happened in basic terms is in the beginning she wasn't taking it very seriously, and I was afraid for my life, and it just caused a lot of fights and arguments between us to a point where we were just not friends anymore. And so, but no, we're, we're cool now, but, um, you know, obviously we're not as close as we were before, but, uh, she, you know, the, he, the other guy left my, this other roommate, she's moving across country for a job and I would have stayed here. Otherwise I would have loved to have stayed at this apartment in, in this place, but I would rather, you know, rather not have roommates anymore. And so I'm moving into a loft 
downtown and I've spent a lot of time trying to make it nice and cool and uh yeah so that's exciting for me it's it's no short order that she's saying she spent a lot of time when she says a lot of time she fucking means it it's like i think it's consumed a lot of your hours in a day just like doing this virtual 3d thing um nowadays you could just put digital furniture almost accurately to what you have and even pictures uh that you have and you could like superimpose it into this 3d like layout Oh my God, not sponsored at all. Not sponsored. There's like, there's probably multiple versions of this app, but the one that I use is called Room Planner. And, you know, obviously you put, you can even upload a picture of the blueprint of wherever the house, the apartment, whatever. And it'll either automatically build it for you or you can build it yourself, the walls and the rooms and everything. And then you can put like the furniture in there perfectly and measure it to the T. And then um, I even like uploaded the art, like the pictures that I have on my walls and like measured those out. So I have, I would highly recommend it because it's making me feel a lot better about moving. So it's like when I get there, unpacking won't be as daunting because I kind of have a general idea of where everything should go. Um, Also, I'm hiring movers because I'm a lazy shit. And I I swear to God, that's the one thing that I know costs a lot of money and you could save a lot of money on it. But it's the one thing I'll always do for the rest of my life is hire movers if I can. Because it is so nice to have other people just do it for you. Um, and if I give them, like, the layout, they'll know where exactly where to put the furniture. So that's also really good, too. It's but it's helpful. taking a lot of, like, stress off of me. Like, I spent a few days, like, solid, almost the full day, every waking moment, like, designing and fitting all my furniture into this, like, place and stuff. And um, I'm not moving into for a month, but I have everything set up. I've got my lease signed. I've got all the utility. Like, I'm on top of it because I just, like... I'm trying to like figure out the best formula to not be stressed over moving. Cause I think moving is one of the worst fucking things in life. I hate it so much. <laughs> I've only ever done it once. So like where I was involved with it, I moved a lot when I was a kid, but I was obviously, you didn't do like the, yeah. I didn't do anything. So I was like the last time I like majorly moved, I was three years old. So it's, it's this house that I've been in like pretty much my entire life. And now that I've inherited, um, I only moved to college for like a couple years and then I moved back. And so it's like, I, there was a time when maybe about two years ago I was looking at apartments, but, um, because my job was decent, I was working as a bartender downtown in Orlando. Um, I want to be closer. Yeah. And I wanted to be closer. And so I started looking at places over there. Um, but it just wasn't in the cards. So I ended up just like sticking to my guns and staying here. And, um, now it's like, now I have a house and there's a lot of maintenance to do. It's like, in the last year, when I when I became a homeowner, I didn't realize how much this house is broken. Like, there's so much <laughs> wrong with it. Everything keeps breaking. And now my toilet, just today. It's all up to you because you don't have a landlord. It's just yeah. me. And so it's like, now there's a toilet, my, my toilet. It's like making this like hissing noise. So there's a leak in the pump. So I'm like, I just replaced it like five years ago. What the fuck is going? Did I, I do it like wrong? I feel like you're one of the only millennials I know that actually owns a house that's not, you know, like fuck me rich. Yeah, and it's like fuck this. Rich. This is this is like you know, it's 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 an inheritance. Did I pay for this? No, my parents paid for this. But it's like it's something where I did inherit it, and I'm having to take care of it and all the maintenance and stuff. But it's like after I got all my inheritance, a majority of it has gone right back into the house, not just necessarily yeah. for like paying off mortgages and stuff but like the maintenance when you're a homeowner there's maintenance and there's so much of it and especially in an older home like i didn't think 30 some odd years 
was a really old house. Like, apparently it is. And when I have contractors coming over, they'll look at things and go, why is it like this? And one, dad. Two, that's the way the house is made. <laughs> the, the, that's the way the house is made is easier to explain than dad. Yeah. Because my dad was like the handyman. You know, he like he wanted to like fix things up, do it his way, never call a repairman. He wanted to be the handy dude. And so he would do things around the house. It didn't really make a hell of a whole lot of sense. I had to uh, get a new water heater, right? Because it was, I had never emptied the sediment on the bottom of the water heater. So it basically made it so that way a two, you only had two minutes to have a hot shower. So we took out the water heater and put a brand new one in. And when the guy emptied out all the sediment, it was ridiculous. But when he went to go turn off the main line, he saw like this convoluted, like Byzantine conduit of like PVC pipes underneath a cabinet for the main line. And he's like, what? I don't, why is it like this? And I go, well, we had a water softener <laughs> at one point and dad took out the water softener, but then he did this in order to rigmarole the flow of water from the street. He had to fix yeah. all that. And all he did was that he did three snips. He goes, cut, cut, cut. And he just relined and it's funny as shit. You go outside and it's literally just one pipe that kind of loops from the ground back into the house and it has a turn off and shut off valve the way it's supposed to be. My dad had like six fucking shut off valves going into each other and it was the most confusing thing ever. Mm. And he, the, the plumber took like six, six or seven pictures and he sent them to all of his like coworkers and goes, look at this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, go ahead. It's fine. It's fine. My dad's legacy oh my is trying to make things work. And I'm, he didn't really, I, I want to say that he knew to a certain extent what he was doing, but I just feel like he would do things and go, that's good. And like, just leave it, you know? And I'm like, it, it's like, it's like wrong formula, right answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Like a wrong, long convoluted formula to get the right answer. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, we're going around the house and finding things as I'm doing maintenance and things break and whatnot. And I'm just going, speaking, what? Speaking of old stuff, I, I'm excited. I've, I've been wanting, like, I, I love living in new places because everything's energy efficient. But also, if you live in like a, a, a building especially downtown in LA or something these old buildings like the building that I'm moving into is like a is like a tall residential skyscraper and it was built in 1924 but they've redone everything inside obviously it probably used to be like offices and stuff um and now it's a residential building I just think that's so cool like this building is so freaking old like on the outside it looks gorgeous right it's old and like just it got it has cool like sculptures and stuff i lived in when i lived in uh san francisco i lived in a house like one of those uh two-story houses mm -hmm. you know yeah the up, well the upstairs and the downstairs house right and uh that one was like 100 years old that one was kind of super old and not updated though <laughs> it was like one of those but, brownstone row houses yeah like, style, basically right? yeah. yeah san francisco but uh i always thought i always think that's super cool i i like the fact that I'm living in this building that like tons of people the past 100 years almost actually yeah 1924 it's almost 100 years what if it's, it's haunted is it haunted it's, mm, I don't you know what I'll bring my EMF reader and a crucifix and some sage and You're playing uh, way too much phasmophobia that's parabol not that's parabolic not, mic that's not how it that's not really how it's okay <laughs> If we have any... I mean, I used to watch uh, MTV's Fear. I remember that's not how a thing. those. No, <laughs> that's just... dude. I like 
everybody playing phasmophobia and almost nobody knows mtv fear I and do. it makes me i know you do but like a lot of the other people i play with i'm like oh you ever seen mtv's fear back in the that was like the original spooky like haunted uh, ghost hunter type reality show it was really it was good so cool it was cool for what it was at the time it's like what was the first episode they were in a factory or some shit and like they they had like they they obviously piecemealed like random people that they like you know had to do auditions for i don't know how you audition yeah. for that sort of thing they had but, like body cams on yeah Back before body cams were super pop there was like the first that was the first time i ever saw a body cam in my life yeah this way it uh i just looked it up it came out in uh 2000 oh, and God. the last episode came out in 2002 so it, i think it only ran for i guess a couple seasons like three or so <laughs> i think it didn't it, it kind of no, two seasons two seasons yeah yeah after like maybe i want to say six or seven episodes it started getting kind of sucky because you knew it was coming but like the first few episodes you're like this is dope as shit i need to watch yeah. all of these i love i was addicted to it i loved it and i was only what like 13 i think at the time i was so 16 wait 2000 yeah, yeah i was i was around. really into it i also was the kind of kid like i watched the steven Oh my god! I, I watched Stephen King's It on TV with uh, right. yeah 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 yeah, and I, when I was like yeah six years old, so I, it did scar me, and I was a little scared. But I watched horror movies and stuff as a kid all the time, so I loved this show. I thought it was awesome. I wasn't scared of it. I thought it was so interesting, uh, and I think they need to do something like this again. And I, I'm so sad that not a lot of people remember it or know about it. I remember because it. phasmophobia is so popular it is and the game is very reminiscent of that show yeah especially when you have the head cam like you know feature yes. and you like just walk around and stuff like that <laughs> yeah if only the character models were like good and like you could have like a sort of reactant like you know you have like a like a camera on the face of the character and if it was like face rigged you know like so that way mm -hmm. it's like it could see yeah, your so face you could see that would be perfect. Oh my god, if they could just do that, it would just be like we could do you could like somebody would make a machinima of it and be like, oh, MTV's fear and bring it back. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Or we could just set it up to where it's like when we do it, like I'll have like a webcam trained in like that really awkward upward kind of like <laughs> that upward kind of <laughs> angle and then put it the on night vision angle. mode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it in like night vision That's mode. Funny. Oh my god. And then just have it so and that way it like shakes whenever I'm like running. No, I think you can watch episodes of it on YouTube. So if you're curious, you can probably Google MTV Fear and see it on there. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. So recommendations for this podcast today. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern and MTV Fear. Yeah. So far. Yeah. yeah. yeah we got one definitely. vintage and one current. That's good. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Um. Other things that have been going on, uh, COVID obviously is still a thing, but we have news of two new vaccines that have been successful. One of them from Pfizer that has been 90% uh, success rate. Um, and it gives one, you a boner. What? Does it really? I don't I didn't read that. No, I'm just saying because Pfizer. Oh, makes, my God. You know, the, oh, the yeah, boner, yeah, yeah, the boner pill. yeah, yeah. The boner pill. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, no, that but theirs I believe has to be held, like or stored at a super low temperature of like negative seventy or something, um, which is more difficult to do. But then, uh, oh my God, what's it called? The other company it starts with an M. Moderna. 
Moderna came out with their vaccine, which is 95% effective. And I believe theirs only needs to be stored at like negative 25, I think. Is it the same thing as like every regular vaccine? They're just introducing like a lesser form of COVID? No, no. That's the other cool thing I was just about to say. So thank you for bringing it up. Uh, I believe at least I think the Moderna one, it could be both of them. But um, the Moderna one, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong on this, but um, one of them is uh, at least one of them is a, an RNA okay. uh, vaccine. So it it's not introduced. What it does is it, it makes your body you put, you know, you take the vaccine and it, I guess, creates the little spikes like it tells your body to create these little spikes. Um, it doesn't aff- it like doesn't change your DNA, but what it does is your body starts, pr- you know, the protein and whatever starts producing the spikes that appear on the outside of the virus of coronavirus. And so once you have those spikes, it's it triggers your body, um, your immune system, your, you know, your white blood cells to start fighting. They're like, what the hell is that? And then they go fight it. And then your body starts creating antibodies to it. But you don't actually have the virus. Right. So, so it's rather really, than, really cool. Yeah. So rather than doing like the sort of memory cell kind of tactic, which most vaccines tend to do, it tends to do yeah. the uh, um, the trick method where it tricks your body into saying this is something that you're not used to, but now you have the right defenses for it. So beat the shit out of it, please. So, yeah, I wish I had I read the article the other day and it's already like not as fresh in my mind, but I, I could describe it better. But definitely look it up if you're interested in learning more. I think the timeline on these still what they're saying is still uh, like spring, possibly summer next year. Mm-hmm. But I know that both Pfizer and, and Moderna have are like trying to apply for like emergency distribution through the FDA and whatnot. Um, so we, you know, because I think typically with vaccines, you have to wait at least 18 months, but it's not been that long yet. And they're trying to get it out faster than that. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that it's a situation where once it comes out, um, it'll be easily propagated through international means, like not just like sell into the highest bidder, big pharma kind of tactic sort of thing. I hope it's something where it's like they understand the humanitarian standpoint for it and just definitely give it to everybody because a lot of, well, I think a lot of countries have already pre-purchased vaccines from, I know Pfizer and possibly Moderna too. Um, Pfizer was the one company that was not in Trump's warp speed program mm-hmm. um and then trump tried to say no they they were in a warp speed program because it's like oh it's the, the first company to come out with the vaccine happens to be the one that didn't work with the trump team or whatever right mm-hmm. um and he's like no they, it's so bad that they lied about that we gave them 1.5 billion dollars or million i don't probably billion but that's not true he's lying of course misinformation he didn't give them funding he like many other countries pre-purchased uh doses yeah and so that that's not the same as funding them they pre-purchased doses that's it yeah the other ones like obviously took funding or whatever but uh yeah i mean both of them are on their way hopefully i mean once this vaccine comes out i'm obviously gonna get it pretty quickly myself yeah but i'm definitely not going to go out still a bunch for a long time i think this has uh, like changed my way of being. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 altered the way that I carry myself too. But I honestly like, I think for me, I'm I have very much a wanderlusty kind of attitude. 
So I'm going to wait until I see like a sort of international stability because my dream is like mm-hmm. as soon as this calms down, I'm going to take like a month off and like. Yeah, just weren't go. you supposed to travel and stuff? Yeah, and it didn't happen. So yeah. <laughs> I was supposed I mean, to leave for my birthday. To travel. Yeah, yeah, I was supposed to travel this year too for various, you know, conventions and various reasons. And yeah. uh, I mean, my uh, my sister lives in Australia and she had a baby in June and I've still never seen him you know and it's like i don't see my sister often i haven't seen her since she moved to australia but i would love to go visit her and obviously this has definitely changed things i'm not gonna see this baby until he's like a year old at least you know yeah i was Um, like i wanted to like just do like a little globe trotting like i wanted to visit family and then after i visited family then i wanted to just like wander the world and i was going to do that for my birthday because we would have had twitchcon this year in september then right after twitchcon i would have gotten on a plane and just disappeared for a month come back to it and we would have been good but i can't we didn't do it so it's you know i I have to wait the other thing for me well in california the governor newsom just put us on lockdown again but not a full lockdown like only lockdown at night which doesn't i feel like affect most of us who are trying to not fuck this up for the rest of us. Not die. But, yeah, not kill anybody. Yeah, not kill people. There are a lot of fucking assholes in LA, though, who have been throwing secret parties. And I've been invited to a bunch of them. And it's funny because I called one of them out because I, I knew him kind of well enough. And I was like, this is really shitty of you. You shouldn't be doing this. And he was like, oh. Um, I called public health services on him. I called the police on his parties and he blocked me. I called him out publicly and stuff and he blocked me on all socials and whatever. But then his dumbass still has me on the email list and the phone text list. So I get an e- a fucking text every week about his stupid private parties. And I'm just like, well, I'm sending this right over to public health services. Obviously, somehow they're getting away with it or else they wouldn't still be doing this though. So that's frustrating. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if, for for some reason you're not paying attention we're doing worse than we ever have in this country with covid we have the record high cases almost every day now like in the beginning of covid we had what 30,000 cases or something mm-hmm. and we were all scared and going on lockdown and now we have like 160,000 case new cases a day 1000 plus people dying every day it's the third leading cause of death in america right now it's insane. 250,000, a quarter million people in America have died from this fucking virus. So I don't know how anybody on earth with a brain, I know there's a lot of ignorant people and especially people who are Trump supporters who are like, oh, it's not real. Look, Trump had it and he's fine and it's not real and the masks do nothing anyway. Like, I, I get it. There's a lot of ignorant people who don't care. They don't believe in science and whatever. But the ones who do believe in science and they're still like not wearing their masks or they're still going out and partying, it's it's so frustrating to see because it's like, you should be smarter than this. You know better than this. Why are you doing this? Like, I think it's a lot of COVID fatigue. Like they're tired of being inside all the time. And I'm lucky and I think you're lucky in the sense that we're prepared for being inside all the time, especially a lot of gamers because we spend a lot of time this indoors. Our, yeah, this is our job. We train this is, for this. This is what we've done pretty much our entire lives. So, what, what's that copy pasta? Is like while you were doing this, I was studying the blade. Yeah. Right. Because I, <laughs> yeah. 
fucking gamers have been studying for covid lockdown measures and quarantine for ages just because we just don't go outside because we like to play inside on the fucking computer and on the console and shit yeah and it doesn't so, bother us it really does it like, doesn't bother us because yeah. we 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 have genuinely trained ourselves for this situation it just goes to show yeah. i recently watched and i haven't seen it and i just recently watched it trained to busain and yeah, I haven't it's, seen that. it's it's always interesting watching these zombie movies in that it's less of like horror and more of what do human beings do in a situation where everything that they have ever been felt they ever felt comfortable with completely goes away. Like what what happens? What do you do? How do you adapt socially? That's really all zombie movies are. They're not mm -hmm. about the viscera and the horribleness of like a monster chasing after you. It is society completely crumbling from what you previously understood it to be. And how do you adapt to it? That's what the story is all about. The Walking Dead, um, Night of the Living Dead, any of those. They're all the same exact thing. And so watching that movie, I go, huh. It's kind of what we're going through right now. People <laughs> dumb enough to be in the same exact train car as sick people and not reacting fast enough. There are some people that are just like, that looks fucked up. I need to leave, you know? And then they just, they bolt, you know? It's the same thing. It's yeah. like someone coughing, you know? Like you go, mm, six feet, buddy. Come on, six feet. Oh my God, that's my favorite. Okay, so my mom was telling me the other day that she was stressed because they went to the grocery and they saw some asshole not wearing a mask, whatever. And then she and my dad said something to him and they told the manager and whatever. Um, but... I was like, you know how you, one of the ways you can deal with that mom, which I thought was like really funny and it's like non-confrontational is one of two ways is that you could like, you could, you don't have a cough, you're not sick, but like cough near them in your mask and cover your mouth, but still like do it um, loudly <laughs> yeah. and like pretend like you have a cough and you might be sick, right? Um, because that way they're just, it might put them on edge if they think about it. And if they're just completely oblivious then that might not work. And here's the other method that could work if they're completely oblivious to you coughing. Um, the other method is to pretend like you get a phone call or if you are with somebody, you can pretend you got a text or, you know, a message from your doctor and you can just talk either on the phone to a fake person or, you know, to the person you're with like, oh shit. I guess we need to go home and, and we need to get more stuff. I need to quarantine for a few weeks. My my test just came back positive. Basically, just pretend that you got a test back positive and say it out loud near some asshole not wearing a mask. And that way it'll that will definitely get through to them that, oh, shit, this person, I should probably stay away from this person. Maybe step a few feet back or maybe put on a fucking mask or something like that. Right, yeah. It's, those are all like those are ways that you could get them to be to act right without being confrontational and if all else fails then just fucking call them out and tell the manager right <laughs> be a fucking karen about people not wearing the masks that's the like one of the only acceptable ways to be a karen right yeah just just get up in people's faces and be like are you that dumb come on seriously wear a mask like don't don't not do that that's not cool like, yeah, I hate that. my mom. My mom is like feeling really bad about it lately too. Because I mean, obviously we have record high cases. People, so many people are dying. My mom works in like case management. Like she's been a nurse all my life, and um, you know, like she doesn't share any personal information or anything. But she keeps telling me like a lot of my patients come through and they're getting you know like on you know that she works from home over the phone, but um, they have they're testing positive for COVID left and right, and it's terrifying and it's sad. And she's like. 
it's really upsetting her and she's like so worried and i'm like look at least you don't have to worry about me you know i work from home i have worked from home for a long time and i'm not going anywhere and i'm taking it seriously so you don't have to worry about me i know my sister's taking it seriously because she's at home with her partner and the baby um and they're in australia where they're doing a lot better than us and taking it way more seriously over there like they were on lockdown for a while um and then like my little brothers they they live with my parents so you know all of their family and you know hopefully the family in florida i think a lot of them are you know being good as well but um it's more of like i'm concerned for people i know in la specifically who are just going out or like doing shit that they shouldn't be doing um and i get it i'm like trust me i fucking get it i for somebody before covid and uh this is something this is a segue into what something else we wanted to talk about but dating for me i i date pretty often and it's not like i'm looking for a relationship necessarily i mean i i, I would be open to one but i have needs i have needs and before covid you know i'd go on date. i'm a little bit of a ian will disagree but i, I i'll call myself a slut you know <laughs> why 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 <laughs> I, I think i think to a a super modest person whatever maybe kind of sheltered they would consider me a slut just because i date without the intention of being in a relationship and it's really for just enjoyment of their company you know i don't know i it's i have such high standards it is hard for me to want to actually date date somebody she millennial but, um, dates that's what she does that's what it's no, that's, that's it's a nice that, way no. of calling it no, I, I just, I have casual, like, hookups, right? Casually, we'll see somebody for a little short period of time, mm -hmm. you know, but nothing serious. Just because I, I fucking, like, I have way too high of standards. I'm done dating people with red flags. I'm just not going to do it. Um, I'm happy by myself, so. But I, I have physical needs. So, anyways, I, that's obviously been on hold for me. I did date somebody for a couple months in COVID where we, for the whole first month, we just, like, FaceTimed. Um, and then we, you know, got tested and then we had like an outdoor lunch somewhere. And then like, we would hang out at, you know, at his place a little bit, um, and stuff. And I, yeah, that was okay, but it didn't work out. Um, and then I tried to, talking to somebody else, maybe do the same kind of thing where we like talk a lot first and then we meet up, but, uh, it's, it's not working out. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not working out there. They did not meet my standards. Um, but that, that's the thing that sucks is that like, I could just, instead of this, I could just be like going out to like the bars that I normally go to or to the places or like run into somebody in real life that I might want to date or like whatever, you know? And it's just obviously super hindered right now. My only options for meeting people is through dating apps and, <laughs> and it's, not good it's out of the millions of people here in la i i really have had trouble finding anybody at all that i'm actually interested in dating in like a more than just a sex capacity <laughs> so that's you know it's it's not good and i can't wait for covid to be over for that to Hope, get put find back, a better know. species because apparently the digital version of it on dating apps is not good not good what's the, what's the deal with so many people i don't know if this is everywhere but in la so many dudes just think that putting a few pictures of themselves and not even good ones and then just like putting one word bio is enough like bitch what do you think this is covid we're not trying to like have random casual hookups right now and if you are you're an asshole 
and you're killing people indirectly with your fucking covid spread ass all right so if you're trying to even have any kind of connection with somebody what's up with the fucking one word bios i'm so not interested like I that's I don't, I don't know how those work so it's like you how, how many how many words or characters can you put in a bio you, you i have a lot of i mean i don't have like a fucking paragraph but i i have a couple sentences that are very descriptive of myself like mm-hmm. you know i you know say that i'm vegan that you know i'm an internet person i work online and uh you know what i'll fucking read you my bio right now yeah go on i don't remember because like you told me to get one and i got a what was it it was a bumble is that what it's called oh bumble yeah Mm. i got i got one of those for like a good i don't know week and then as as i'm going through it i'm like i don't like this and so i got rid of it mm, bumble's not the greatest but anyway okay so here's what mine says and it's a little lame and it's not it's also not a little if if somebody can get past the the little lameness of it they if you know me you'll you'll understand why i put this in here but go on it might it might look a little lame to people who wouldn't find me interesting you know what i mean which is fine with me um okay so the first thing it says is cute goofball energy I think that's very descriptive of me, mm-hmm. right? Like in the shortest of terms. All right. And then the next sentence says, I love activism, dogs, future funk, horror, sci-fi, video games, TTRPGs, podcasts, <laughs> um, baking, cooking, and cannabis. And then it said me, like about me. And it says, I didn't actually used to put my height in, in the app, but I, I think, oh my God, I think the guy that I dated for a couple months, I, I've been thinking about it. And I was like, ooh, we were about the same height. And he lied about his height. He, he made it seem like he was taller than me on the, the fucking dating app. And I had, a, I wondered about it. I was like, maybe he didn't, one of the things is that he didn't like that we were the same height. So I put my height in here, although I don't fucking care about height. Um, I put 5'7", even though I'm like 5'6", just so, <laughs> just so people know. Um, vegan, non-binary, atheist, pro gamer, content creator, voice actor, producer, internet person who has their shit together and knows what they want in life. Astro- and then I also say here, astrology is cute and all, but it's legit just made up garbo. Super like if you're vegan, like <laughs> that last one, I feel like half the people don't know what the fuck vegan is, but the people who do will know it and then they'll super and then it'll like jump up higher in my thing. Mm-hmm. Vegan is just like slang for vegan, mm-hmm. you know. Somebody who's like vegan and cares about it and is an you know activist. And then on Tinder now you can have these things called passions, which are basically like tags, and you have a list you can choose from. And for those tags, um, you can see other people's tags or passions, and it's cool because it'll highlight it if you have similar ones. And I think that's a really good thing that they introduced because it's like a quick way to see if you have similar interests. Um, and mine is vegan, activism, dog lover, gamer, and vlogging. So, yeah. that That's my profile. And then I have, you know, a bunch of pic. I have a p- couple pictures of me without makeup where I look cute. I got a picture of me on the red carpet that looks fucking... I look so cool in that picture. So, it just... It, like, I, I'm not gonna... It's the coolest... One of the coolest pictures of me. I'm wearing this cool outfit super high fashion right i'm like i just look cool but i also look happy which is nice then i have a goofy picture um and then i have several pictures well i got at least three pictures with sticking my tongue out because apparently that's what i do in every picture um i got one of me baking i've got one of me just like being cute in like a a dad shirt actually i have two pictures in a dad shirt 
Uh, one of them's making a real goofy face, which is funny, which and that one actually gets me a lot of interaction. It's like not a pretty picture. I'm I look like I'm making an ugly face, but people like it. They can tell. I think it's like they can tell I'm I'm like funny and goofy from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a picture of me just being cute, kind of full body, holding up a bunch of free weed I got, which is always fun. Uh, I got a picture of me looking super hot with uh, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars face paint on. So if they like nerdy shit, they'll, they'll pick up on that and know what the fuck that is. And then I have a little gif of me dressed as Jareth <laughs> from the Labyrinth from Halloween when I dressed up as fucking David Bowie in the Labyrinth. There you go. Um, yeah. So that one, that one is uh, also super fun. But I, I just, I, I think in general, I look... And the feedback every time I, I do end up matching with somebody is always like, wow, you look like you have a lot of fun and you like love your job and it's like super interesting and cool. And, and I like, I get that. Like, I understand. I picked these pictures because it does paint a picture of me and these are real pictures and, and real ways that I am every day. Um, but I also know that they are, they attract other people, you know. So that's how I, that's how I run my, uh, stuff, but I still can't find anybody that I'm interested in. Like, nobody's fucking... It's either they're hot and they don't seem very, like, on, on the same emotional intelligence level, and mm-hmm. so I'm just not interested in that, or they're... I don't... I'm not attracted to them, and they only, like... I think I get along with them on a few things, like, I, we have similarities in some things, but not others, or... Dude, I cannot... You, what were you saying? There was, like, a, a quiz... The 35 questions 36. that you just stumbled upon. 36. Yeah, 36. I, I, rem- I swear to God, we've talked about this before a long time ago. Not on the podcast, but a long time ago. And oh, I swear we have. I thought you met on the podcast when you were telling no, me about this. No, 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 no. Not on the podcast. I think we were talking about it just. Um, you sure it wasn't like ca- love casually. language or something? Because like this no, is. I think we I think we touched on a lot of. No, because you know what? We were talking about that. The studies. Maybe we were going to do it in one of the first episodes for the com- podcast. I super completely forgot about it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We touched on the 36 questions, I'm pretty sure, went before, you know, not on the podcast. But I don't think we ended up talking about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want you to read off some of these questions. Explain it and everything. Okay. But so- I also just... No, go ahead. Fuck okay. it. I'll forget. I forgot what I was going to say anyway. Okay, so there was this study that was done by a psychologist named Arthur Aaron, and basically what it was is that in order to explore the idea of like intimacy between two strangers and to accelerate that process, they've noticed that there's like this. I I've done it before also in in relationships where you play the the question game. You know, like when I know that there is a significant potential, I I start asking. You know, I've done it maybe once. But it's something where I, I've tried to do it a couple times and it kind of falls flat on its face. And that's when I go, yeah, this is probably not going to work out. But you play the question game. That's essentially what it is. But apparently these 36 questions will, I don't want to say get someone to fall in love with you, but they lead towards love. Because it's a it's a base understanding of what, what inti- I mean, intimacy is. I mean, if you have the right is. answers, yeah. that is. Yeah, if, yeah. Like, if their answers really chime in with what, what it is that you're about... Then it makes sense. Then it's something where it's like this could this could lead to something bigger. Okay. This could lead but to you better. didn't understand the questions you said. I don't understand how these could lead to love. That's the thing. Is that I started reading these questions, going, these are just these feel like just interview questions that you would just like bring up to yeah. some rando, not with the intention of love, 
but with just like the intention of getting to know them better. Like I don't understand mm -hmm. how these oh, there you lead go. to love. You know, the way that you phrase that makes perfect makes it much easier for me to explain to you why I think why I can see that they do what they say they do. Um, it's for I th and I think that the reason maybe you don't get it as much as I do is because. I mean, yes, I'm non-binary now, but I, I've been, you know, woman most of my life. And um, I mean, I'm still, I got the female parts still, right? Okay. Um, but it's, I think, a way that in society, men and women typically view relationships and things. Women are more interested in getting to know men before, you know, being more serious with them. And right. men often don't they just go with the flow and it's not you're not always like trying to get and that's this obviously doesn't apply to everybody yeah. and i think also the more mature you are it affects how you look at this um mature not just in a sense of as a person but it how mature you are in dating mm -hmm. um but i absolutely it would not be interested in somebody that i don't see a future with because of me getting to know them and seeing too many things that are uh, things that I just don't maybe not, ag not maybe not agree with but like um don't jive I with just you. don't I don't jive with them like they don't you know somebody an example if I see somebody that has like tons of pictures of them hiking and is like they're like oh I'm looking for somebody who maybe wants to go for a hike or something and I get COVID that's like one of the only things you can do but listen I'm a fucking gamer content creator and i i would i'm out of shape right now because i haven't worked out all year all the gyms have been closed and shit and i do not have the energy to go hiking every fucking day right now and i don't have that time either it's time consuming and it's it's not the kind of that's not love language for me love language is not going on a hike for me right now at least right and so for something you know and there's nothing wrong with that that doesn't make them any less cool of a person or anything or nice of a person it's just something that doesn't fit in with me and my lifestyle and i don't think that i would meet their standards in that way and for me i would rather sit outside somewhere and have a picnic and talk and like people watch or something like that that is something um that is more my speed at least right now and that's a, like a whole it's a difference in lifestyle and so i, I know that i would not you know I also think some people in LA put that on and it's like their whole fucking personality is going hiking. And I'm like, you gotta have more than that. Come on. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, but go ahead and ask one of the questions. Cause I want to, I want to see. Let's keep it random. Uh, pick a number between one and 36, not 22. Cause you already asked that. You pick a random one. Okay. I pick, pick one that you don't understand that you don't get, you know? I mean, okay. Uh, let's see. How, <laughs> the what? first one that I see, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? <laughs> there you go. I mean, that makes sense because if you don't have a really good relationship with your mom, come on, man. I like, mean, it could depend. It could depend on, you know, I dated somebody who had a horrible mother that like would steal money from them and stuff like that. Like, I get it. Some people don't have good relationships with their parents because their parents aren't great people, you know? Yeah. Um, but other than that it is i mean even if your parent isn't a, you know we're all human parents are human too they're not perfect 
Yeah. Um, even if you have a bad relationship with your parents, the way that you talk about them and the way that you treat them and stuff uh, definitely would obviously affect your dynamic down the line, especially if you're going to be together, maybe get married or something like that. Eventually you are, you're going to have to intertwine. And if they don't have a good relationship with them and that's somebody they've been, they've known all their life, then that's that, that affects how you view that person um, and how they deal with either conflict or whatever on a long-term basis. So I totally see why that's relevant yeah, I to guess, falling in love. I can see why that one is. But it's, I think I need to stay in, like, there's three sets of these questions. Um, so I need to stay in set one because these are the ones that confuse me the most. Because I, like, I went to, like, okay. that was number 24. I went way down for that one. Um, all right. Uh, from, okay, for what in your life do you feel most grateful Oh, so that shows you what your potential partner values the most. And you, I feel like, I think we talked about this earlier, but you can answer this two times, right? Like, what do you feel most grateful for right now, like today? And it could be something small. Like, you could feel most grateful that you have a gym nearby that has an outdoor portion of their gym. And so they're open and you're able to go and work out and, and that working out makes you feel good and whatnot. And that's like more of a short term thing. Right. And it's like mm -hmm. a right now kind of thing. And then you can have something like, what do you feel most grateful for overall, you know, through, through your life. And that could be, I'm most grateful for having parents who, worked hard to support me and give me every opportunity you know afford me every opportunity they could to be active and involved and, and everything and a good a great you know like whatever even if you know, whatever it is you have two different ways to answer that question and both answers tell you a lot about that person because it shows you what they value and if you have completely different values whether it's on a day-to-day -day basis or a long-term lifetime kind of basis if somebody is like, oh, my lifetime, uh, gr I'm grateful for um, uh, just, uh, fuck, I can't think, like, I don't know. Uh, Burritos. Having... I, yeah, some, if somebody wants to answer something, like, super shallow like that, you might not click with them because they're not as deep, like, you might not have the same intelligence. I'm not, yeah, not, not intelligent, emotional intelligence. Yeah, it's, yeah, emotional, emotional intelligence. Stuff. So like if, if yeah. burritos make them happy that's good burritos make me happy too but i mean I, it was more of like a deeper question there buddy like you need to yeah think about it a little well, that bit could more. be like a, that could be a day-to-day -day. that's what i'm saying you could also answer that as like oh today i'm most grateful for this burrito place because it just it tastes good and it makes me happy whatever but at the same time so i am a type of person who i don't typically like a lot of small talk but also I'm so busy that I do enjoy small talk and just casual conversation instead of being so deep all the time. I do not like talking to people who can't have deep conversations, though, because I do like to also talk about deep shit all the time. Right. Um, so I need a healthy balance of, of both for me. And if I like find somebody that's like, oh, uh, burritos for a long term goal, that's obviously not going to jive with me. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall in love with that person because they're just not they, they don't value and the same kind of things that I do. Like, mm. I definitely here's one thing I'm noticing in myself this year, especially I have been more interested in dating any person who shows an interest in activism 
big, big for me. And I think that's a mistake I've made a lot of my life. A lot of the men I've dated. Uh, I mean, I'm bisexual. And I, I just don't. I prefer to date men. I'm, I can't. I, I wish I could be emotionally attracted to women. It's just not something I've ever felt before. Um, sexually, hell yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, but anyway, no, I uh, well, I casually dated a girl here and there, but not like long term. Uh, anyways, um, but I I uh, I'm more interested in people who are activists because in the past I've dated men who would be embarrassed by my activism and that does not feel good and it does not make me feel like it makes me feel like they look down upon me for standing up for what i believe in you know and so i don't want to date somebody who doesn't have any opinions or they're quote-unquote neutral on activism you know what i'm saying yeah i would not date anybody that pretended like they didn't have a fucking everybody has an opinion it's whether you want to voice it or not you know yeah i get i get what you're saying yeah it's it's when it comes to these questions they do escalate like the first few questions i guess don't make any sense to me because it's just like it's the getting to know you questions you know would you like to be famous in what way uh what could constitute a perfect day for you you know like these are just generalized questions but they have some really serious serious heavy ones in like set three like towards the bottom of this it's like share a person share a personal problem and ask your partner advice on how he or she might uh handle it also ask your partner to reflect (laughs) back on how you uh seem to be feeling about the problem you had chosen so it's like there are bigger issues that obviously as a couple um do you think i was gonna say do you think those are questions for people who are already dating yes these are something where it's like i think these questions would come up as you progress through the relationship um that's something that we should have probably prefaced at the beginning um these are <laughs> these are questions <laughs> that i feel like set one is like you know the honeymoon period you're like getting to know them it's super exciting yeah, and stuff yeah. set two is like you've been dating for like a couple months and it's like you feel comfortable and stuff like that set three you fucking moved in with them and now you're asking these big really important questions no know? see i wouldn't move in with them before asking that set three like i wouldn't even move in with somebody until we get into the heavy shit. That's okay. How, that's where I'm at in life. So if like, if I asked you, uh, look, moving fucking sucks. All right. And especially if you have to live with somebody that you, you're not with and you break up like, oof, no, I want to make sure that I'm fully going vetted. to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like getting a When you move in with somebody, it's like getting a divorce when you break up, you know? Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. You have stuff together and possibly animals you know like uh, for children for children yeah and material children not actual children yeah material children yeah spawn yeah i'm not getting a fucking you know netflix subscription with you i don't i'm not ready for that kind of commitment yet shit oh my god anyway speaking of so when are you gonna actually uh start using a dating app never i don't want to date right now like it's just i don't feel like at the moment, I'm truly emotionally stable enough, if I'm being completely frank about it, to get into a relationship. I feel like I need to work on myself quite a lot and until I take that trip. Because I feel like I need to explore myself a bit too. So I wanted to like at least take the very least a month out and just kind of like go, you know? And until this... You wouldn't like, even want to entertain the idea of just talking to someone because it can be nice like to just have somebody to talk to that you know is 
possibly interested in you without any like expectations or anything like that i don't know i just i don't <laughs> feel i i don't you know you don't have I've... to be all like sad about it it's fine it's not <laughs> i don't want to do that i just feel like i i i'm i'm having a hard time taking care of myself i can't do you know how bad i am at texting and like liking things and like showing support and stuff like that i can't do that on the regular for somebody that i might be slightly interested in like yeah, do but I wouldn't don't you think that if you found somebody that you were actually like interested in that sparked your like piqued your interest you would want like it would make you want to do those things right i guess so I even guess I just to, even just to have conversation and like make a new friend maybe you don't date but like somebody that piques your interest in a way that none of your current friends do so just not even dating just like would you like to make a new friend ian <laughs> no i mean I mean, kind of, but like you could end up dating them. I'm not saying don't date. I'm not saying date somebody if you're not ready, but like I, I'm personally as a friend, I'm just saying, I think you should explore the idea of just talking to somebody. Okay. I'll report back in the next Wait, episode. It's 20, it's 20 fucking 20. You don't, people don't, you know, you don't have, if you're upfront, you don't have to be like expect a fucking relationship out of talking to somebody on these dating apps. I, I literally was just talking to somebody for a few weeks and we didn't have an expectation that we would even maybe even be completely interested in each other like that because we hadn't even met in person. Mm -hmm. But um, turns out, no, I'm not interested in him that way. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, no, I mean, it was kind of interesting to like meet somebody new and talk to them and stuff. So, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll like re-up the bumble. Like I just, I want something. Uh, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want dating. I just want it yeah. like if that's the case and it leads to something fine whatever. But I don't know. I'll 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 try it. I'll give it a shot. I don't know. I just I I'm not very you. I'm not very enthusiastic like about cuz it's just I'm too busy like I guess living in other worlds that aren't reality. <laughs> it's 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 a lot easier for me. I like watching movies. I like playing video games. I like writing. Yeah, but other people like those things too, Ian. I don't got to share it. It's mine, damn it. <laughs> it's my it's all mine listen i'm your friend i just don't want you to be lonely forever okay all okay. right i appreciate it thank you yeah thank mm -hmm. you yeah that's it's a nice sentiment like i'm gonna put that in like, the box of 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 the things that you know you've said nice to me for the month oh you know along with that acceptance <laughs> I'm speech you way more compliments than one this month this is my christmas present this is my christmas present I, isn't it i think did i get one compliment from you this month uh november congratulations congratulations you no, deserve the award no. aside from it? no i feel like i've said something i feel like i've said okay, something okay go ahead what was it what was the other compliment fuck if i know i feel like i did you know like i feel like in my in my in my in my body of memory you know i don't know specifically what it is but it's like i feel like that tick mark has been ticked you know and it's just like <laughs> i don't have to put an effort in now i could be mean to you like we always oh are to each other oh my god like we're, okay. we're back to that's normal that's why yeah okay all right that's why you blew off my award today no i'm just kidding no right. whatever you no. don't even log on the you don't even log on to the internet until we had to do our D, D show which got canceled today which is why we're doing the podcast yeah Yay. i i i have been extremely focused on writing i was i was writing today's episode because i couldn't do it yesterday because i had passed out as soon as like the contractors had left yesterday so i just like straight up like slept for almost like 16 hours woke up this morning opened the door for them bug guy came in and like you know stuff. yeah and then i just like started writing like crazy today so i didn't like 
it's not that I didn't have the internet. The internet was up, and I was listening to Epidemic Sound for like you know the the stream, and I'm just like typing. trying to figure out the music. Yeah, I'm yeah. typing the episode, so that's what it was doing. So, so um, we one one thing we didn't do is uh, check how long this podcast is. So we've probably been going on well, for a while. It, it's an hour and twenty nine minutes at the moment. I'll cut this part so, out. Extra? No, it's fine. Extra okay. long podcast today. Extra long coming podcast. back. Okay. We had a lot to cover. We had a lot to cover. Also, I think I mentioned a couple times, but over the summer I did in June, I think, come out as non-binary for anybody who uh, doesn't, didn't know that or anything like that. I mean, if you don't know what non-binary is, I'm literally going to look up the definition. Um, it's a non- non-binary genderqueer is a spectrum of gender identities that is not exclusively mas- masculine or feminine. So I feel very masculine at times and I also feel very feminine. So uh, I just don't really jive with the term you know i'm fully a woman but i mean i don't have a penis or anything i'm not changing anything about my body it's just the way that i identify right so yeah for anybody who didn't know i'm still a dude um, i'm still a dude i'm still a dude i'm still a dude um i want to i want to start a segment okay and this is something where it's like i i was looking for inspiration for the podcast and i ran into like a set of questionnaire like questions and I wanted to like pull one random question for you every single podcast, and you can okay. just answer it really <gasps> short. Ooh, you're being creative. I love it. What is it? Okay, so would you like uh, a would you rather or a what the heck question? I I don't even understand the format of what the heck. One or the other, or no? I don't know. What what the, what, oh, what the heck? Oh, I thought you meant um, would you rather um no 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 no. i'm not picking what the heck i don't know what the format of that question is it's like, like a I know really what it's, a, it's a super random question that kind of makes you think you know like oh mm. maybe maybe you know all right dealer's choice for the first one and then i'll know in the future which one i might want to pick that week all right we're picking this one so uh would you ever pick up a hitchhiker i have picked up hitchhikers but would you still pick up hitchhikers um it depends on how safe i feel what's the conditions of a hitchhiker what do they what do they have to one look like two uh do to like get your attention um because i feel like that's a very important step of like you know the the value of an individual is like what they're willing to do to get a ride somewhere um and then uh yeah yeah how are you feeling that day like what, what will it take for you to pick up a hitchhiker I think before COVID, me and my roommate almost picked up a hitchhiker in L.A. that looked like they were possibly homeless, but they, they didn't look like like they were going to kill us or anything like that. You know, um, not to, that's not a comment. I, you know, there's a type of scary homeless person. The kind of person, like a, oh, yeah, that looks like they have murderous intent. Right? Yeah. Um, they, they, they could be unstable yeah. uh, and dangerous. Um, but, yeah, they, they didn't – they just looked like they were, you know, down on their luck, and, and they looked like they needed some help, and we, we offered them a ride. Um, they didn't take it. They didn't need it, they said. But, yeah, I mean, like, I've – I think that's that's definitely the defining factor there is if if they look like they could be dangerous to me, you know, um, or if – I don't know. If, I, like, I, I wouldn't <clears> – <throat> I don't know. I, I feel like it's funny. I would be more comfortable almost in the city or like in uh, the outer skirts of the city or like a suburb or something to, to hitchhike, you know, pick up a hitchhiker rather than in the middle of a road trip on an empty road because that's definitely serial killer territory. 
Right. I'm thinking like left right game kind of scary, you know, like Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's a dark sinister him. road and you can't even look can't, in the mirror kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you can't talk to him or anything. Uh I yeah, obviously during COVID I wouldn't pick up any hitchhikers now. Uh I have been a hitchhiker one time and not because I asked for a ride, but um this has to go back to the dating just to explain a little bit go about on. me. But um one time I lived a few blocks from the grocery when I lived in Dallas and I had a lot of groceries and I was carrying them home and a guy leaving the parking lot saw me and he was cute and he had a car and he was like, you need a ride home? And I was like, oh, I'm just right there. It's no big deal. And he was like, oh, well, I mean, if you're right there, then I'll just save you like a couple minutes. And he was, he seemed nice enough and whatever. And I was, I never would have taken a ride, but I, he actually seemed really safe and everything. So I took the ride and we talked on the way and he was really cool and he was kind of into me and I was kind of into him. So we traded phone numbers um, and first names and then that was it. He dropped me off. But then, you know, I, th- I want to say like sometime later or something, he, he texted me. Um, we met up, hung out and had sex. And then we became just this mysterious booty call for each other for quite some time. I don't know his last name. I d- never did. He never knew mine, and we had this secret booty call relationship for, I want to say, a few months, and then we just kind of, like, disappeared out of each other's lives, and that was very interesting. So, and that, it that all, was that. it all started with a thumb out on the side of the road. I did not put my thumb out. I that know. Was I'm point. just, I'm joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah. Okay, well, since that one was, like, a... You know, it, ha- it was the one time where it could have been, but you know, if I wasn't into it, if he wasn't, in it, it would have been creepy, right? But like, right. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. it was completely consensual and completely normal, and it ended up being this very interesting situation. Sometimes I've I've thought about that guy from time to time and being like, huh, I wonder what that guy like. I, I don't even think he knew what I did or what I didn't know what he did. You know, like, we didn't know a lot about each other at all. We yeah. just liked each other's vibe, and that was it. So I, from time to time, I'm like, oh, there's this mysterious guy that I remember from years and year, decade ago, whatever. And it's just like, wow, that is a, that's a story for sure. That would never happen today, I feel like. <laughs> not with Uber and shit, because Uber was not a thing then, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, good question. Good personalized question. That was a good personalized answer. Well done. Uh, well, oh, do- is that a complimenting yourself? Nice job. Yeah. Sort of, but then also complimenting <laughs> you. Anyway, uh, all right, just one more just for the funsies. Uh, it's a all would right. you rather. Um, would you rather mm, eat, okay. and I will make the stipulation that all of these things are vegan. So would you rather eat a whole bag of marshmallows or a whole jar of peanut butter at once? <sighs> wow, that was a long-ass pause. I'm going to leave that in. I'm not editing that out. That was great. You had to think oh. about that. <laughs> you had to I think want, about it. I, I was just thinking, like, one, I do have a bag of vegan marshmallows in my cabinet, and I have a bag of, or I have a jar, I have jars of peanut butter. Uh, how hungry am I in this situation? Like, well, how much time do I have? Uh, all the time that you need in order to, you have to eat, oh, here's the thing, you can't eat it with anything, and you can't eat it, like, you know. No, no water? Nothing? You can have water, but I mean, like, you can't dip something into the peanut butter and then, like, slowly yeah, yeah, nosh yeah. on it. It's, you're just eating a bag Mid- of marshmallows. Or a jar of peanut butter. I don't think you realize how much I've loved peanut butter my entire life. So I think some people would automatically pick marshmallows because peanut butter sticky, whatever. But I love peanut butter. Um, what kind of peanut butter? I also, uh, I like crunchy and creamy. Okay. 
and natural. I, I'm I don't I'm don't discriminate. I love peanut butter. Yeah. When I right. grew up, I always liked creamy. Um, okay. Actually, also to our listeners, what kind of peanut butter do you like? Are you crunchy gang? Or are you creamy gang? Let us know in the comments. Oh no, let us know on Twitter, whatever, wherever the fuck this podcast is. Whatever. I, I really um, like. I just like peanut butter. I don't care what it is. Yeah, but I also like marshmallows, vegan marshmallows, and I I do have a bag in the in the cabinet, and sometimes I make like mini s'mores, and sometimes I use them to make mini Rice Krispie treats or something. Sometimes I just pop them in my mouth, and especially when I don't have, especially when I don't. Okay, listen, don't take that. Don't take that clip out of context. Um. Anyway, I sometimes. When I don't have any dessert and I really want something sweet, but I do have marshmallows, I will take one and put it on like a skewer and put it over the the gas stove and like burn it up a little bit, you know, toast it. Mm-hmm. So this is tough for me because I am a fan of both, but I think that marshmallows are very sweet. Um, and then peanut butter is sweet in a way, but it's not that sweet, and it's savory. Got obviously more protein. Yeah, it's, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's super savory, but it's definitely on the sweeter side. It's not like as sweet as marshmallows. Um, I would say either. But if it had to be where you had no water, I would pick marshmallows. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would pick peanut butter. Really? Yeah. Well, you get more. Okay. So if I had to live off of peanut butter or marshmallows, I would obviously pick peanut butter because peanut butter has more nutritional value. Right. I just don't have a sweet tooth. So. Yeah. I'm a slut for sweets. Uh, I'm going to ask a question for myself, uh, just okay. because I already know the answer to this. Uh, which body part do you wish you could detach and why? My arms. Like, immediately my arms. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's, it's, it's something where I, yeah, it was one of the what the heck questions. Uh, <laughs> it's something where I constantly have to battle my arms when I'm asleep, and I hate it. Like, I'm, I'm like sleeping, I like, I'm a side sleeper. But I've accustomed, like I've now become a accustomed. I can't even say that word for some reason. Um, to sleeping on my back, and my arms get in the way, and I hate it. Sleeping like, on your back? Uh, yeah, I'll sleep on my back. But like when I, you know, for the majority of my life, I was I'm a side sleeper, and like having to negotiate where my fucking arm goes. Like, does it where go do underneath me? I put them underneath my head, underneath the pillow. So it's like when my you're spine sleeping on your back. When I'm sleeping on my side, so it's oh. like. When I'm sleeping on my back, they're just at my sides, or there's like one arm that's like oh my God. behind my head. You know, I've I've told you this before. I know we've talked about it when, you, especially when you had like an injury or something, a neck thing. Yeah, there are you need to have more pillows. Yeah, at the forty-five degree angle. Yeah, no, I do yes. that on occasions as well too. But it's just I that's, wish yeah. my arms still get in the way, and I hate it, and I just want it like I keep. There's this fantasy of mine where it's like I get android arms. You know, like they just dis- detach at the shoulder, and you take gotcha. them off. And you could just, like, I would de- set them down, you know? I would detach my boobs, for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally get that. Or I would get a detachable penis just so I could trade it out sometimes. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I would, I would not do the penis. I'm choking. Uh, the boobs, though, for sure. I would take the boobs off. God, it would be so much easier to fit in cute clothes sometimes if I didn't have these boobs. Um, but uh, anybody who's listening who has trouble, struggles with the arm thing, sleeping... I highly recommend like Googling move you that's M O V E. And then you, um, they make a lot of content and it's, uh, about body posture when working out, when doing different stuff, but they also have a post and you can Google it, move you sleeping 
posture or something along those lines and they have a lot of resources and like videos of, and they're so funny these people are so funny and entertaining but they have videos explaining proper posture when you're sleeping whether you're a side sleeper back sleeper stomach sleeper um and the pillow placement uh, for the most comfortable sleep and it's really helped me quite a bit like i didn't know i'm a side sleeper and i didn't know that you're supposed to have especially if you're a woman because the way that your hips are compared to a man uh to a man you're supposed to have a pillow behind your back too and you're not supposed to be like a uh, perpendicular to the, the the bed you know like uh 90 degree angle you're supposed to lean kind of back almost on your back at a 45 degree angle with a pillow behind you mm -hmm. and then you have a pillow between your knees possibly your ankles and then i get a body pillow because it covers knees and ankles and then it also goes up to my chest area and i put my arm my you know the arm that's up i put that one on top of the pillow um sometimes i put my my, my bedside pillow or arm underneath the pillow like you said or sometimes i'll put it and wrap it around the pillow in front of me i think the bigger question it's more difficult is if you have big boobs how the fuck do you sleep with them comfortably comfortably and you got to get like a pillow that you hold on to if you're a side sleeper and kind of like wedge it between your boobs a little bit mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't even know that struggle ian it's so I don't. bad i don't i don't yeah i, no I think idea. girls i think people women with like big boobs like me we i think a lot of us sleep in like little bralettes or i sleep in a regular bra sometimes because it's just like they're they go everywhere you can't control them yeah yeah uncomfortable boobs boobs they're not as they're not as great as everybody thinks they are in their fucking titties kind of suck this is a they're great, great. they kind of suck this is this is a great note to end the podcast on this it, is, it totally is yeah titties. boobies yeah titties titties great awesome they're, they're good but they're also not so great yeah and that brought to you by zero notifications podcast how do we end these things? I don't even remember. Do you remember how to remember end this? I don't remember either, but I'm going to do it. Hey, thank you all so much for listening to us for however fucking hour and a half. This is a really long episode, but we owed it to y'all, and we're going to try and make sure that we do an episode every week. And I know we say that a lot, but we're going to do it. And you know how we're going to do it? Because I'm not the one who has to edit them anymore and upload them. That's all Baboosh. Ian now. Yep, yep. Because yep. Ian doesn't have as many things being demanded of him as i do and that's probably why we fell behind to be honest it's all my fault yeah yeah i'm blaming so you. i apologize i apologize but um yeah thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed our ramblings let us know what you think uh, on all of the things that we talked about and uh you can always ask us questions that we can answer on the podcast you can um email them to us yeah but i will i will find out that email address it's, but first it's the number zero and the word notifications at gmail.com that's 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 what are I'm you doing. sure pretty sure yeah we got that i'm gonna look okay but, but you should definitely tell them where people can find you uh find us or find me me find you and oh, okay us. Sure. okay yeah uh we're on uh the number zero and the word notifications pretty much on all social platforms so if you wanted to send us a message on twitter or on instagram you could easily do that as well too in case we don't remember what the email is um aside from you could follow me at ian m mori pretty much on everything uh i'm on instagram tiktok and twitter 
I think I have a Facebook page, but I don't really give two shits about it. So uh, don't 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 go there. Don't. I keep seeing that on my notifications. Like you have ten new views. I'm like, who? Who are you? Who? Why? Why? Why are you doing this? I don't even have anything on there. Why? Why? What? Don't. 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 Auntie. Don't. Cousin. You know. I know it's you. Being curious. He manages a page. What is this about? You know, kind of thing. So yeah. How, I'm not how gonna pe- lie. What? I don't know what our email is. So. <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't know if we have the email set up. So. Can some? Yeah. Can someone just keep emailing uh, zero notifications at gmail.com and No, just- no, no, no. I don't think that's it. Uh, you can just send us an email for this time, this one time only, uh, at biz b i z at the zombie unicorn no ian zombie dot at gmail.com no. Wait, no 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 oh fuck fuck i already fucked it up no 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 it's biz b i z at the zombie unicorn no ian zombie dot com Ba-boom. my own what it's my own fucking website how did yeah. i not how did i fuck that up i don't Anyways, know i'm yeah i'm i don't know <laughs> <laughs> who are you and remember, we talked about a lot of heavy shit today. We talked about a lot of fun shit, but uh, you know, the future episodes will be a mixed bash mish, 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 uh, of stuff. And uh, thank you for sticking with us, especially thank you to our patrons. Uh-huh. You can find, yeah, you can find me by the way on pretty much every social media: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I hate YouTube, but I do still have YouTube. Um, yeah, at the zombie unicorn, no Ian zombie. And then on Twitch, I'm zombie unicorn with no Ian zombie. And no the um, in the zombie unicorn. Uh, yeah. Also, we do still have some patrons who have been faithfully subscribed to us, even though we haven't put out a podcast in months. And I'd like to thank them right now. Thank you so much, Michael, Nicotine, Justin. And call car. Thank you all. We truly appreciate your support. You're crazy. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it. All right. Okay. Okay, bye. uh, You hang up. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, listeners, you hang up. No, listen, Ian, you're the one recording this time, so you need to actually hang up. Oh, yeah. Good point. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. So tell me when you're starting and, and I'll shut up.